There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. KVJ. Well, what are those things that you hate when people do it, but you also know that you do it too? Complain about camping. Yeah. You're guilty, huh? <laughs> so guilty. Yeah. Some of the ones that uh, I saw mentioned online on Reddit, clicking a pen. You hate when somebody does it, but then you'll notice every now and then you just kind of get in that groove where you have it where click, 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 click. And you're like, what am I doing? I got to be so annoying. It makes fun sounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. You're a fiddler. I am a fiddler. You called me out on something that I think should be on that list. I cannot stand when somebody has that nervous, restless leg syndrome. You're, you're sitting next to somebody that won't stop shaking their leg, but yet I do it all the time. You the and Kevin. Yeah, I do it you all and time. Kevin both. Both yeah. have that. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about Kevin. It's cool. Kevin does it. Nah. <laughs> I do it. I do it no too. Doubt, my, yeah. my mom did it. My mom had that restless leg syndrome when she would sleep. And that is, I have a little bit of that. It sucks. Yeah, it, it's a weird thing. I've, I've done a deeper dive on myself as to why I do it. And I'm so laid back and chill that it, when I am relaxed, I don't do it. But when I need to focus, on something, whether in a conversation or when I'm doing the show, I need to do it. It's a way of me kind of kicking up my focus and attention. It so, wakes yourself yeah, up. Yeah, if I don't do it, the show would sound a lot different. You go, oh my <laughs> gosh, this show is so tired and boring. But you're not you're not doing that because you're annoyed. You're doing that just to to, to make yourself a little bit more alert. Uh, yeah, I have to. It's just I got that lazy brain, ADD. I don't know what it is, but yeah, my focus will be gone if I'm not ch- shaking my leg and. Really having to, I got to work at it to focus. <laughs> I do too. I, it's tough. It's real tough. Another thing that uh, I I know I do that has got to be so annoying, and yeah, I probably hate when other people do it too. But you ever get a delicious beverage, and a lot of times for me, it's one of those smoothies, just so good, good to the last drop, and you get sure. down to the bottom of the cup, and it's just not enough, or there's just something there, and you see that there's a little bit more goodness, and I'm. <laughs> And I'm making that noise, and, and I get it, and it annoys my wife so much. I'm like, I just, I, I don't want to leave it. I get it. I, yeah. I can't. And I know, because I've heard other people like, really? Oh, you should see me when the when there's no more sauce left in the container. I mean, I am just, I'm licking, I'm, I'm flicking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know it also drives my wife crazy when I'm eating crunchy food. And sometimes you don't notice because, again, it's so good. You're just, and I think it's kind of fun, the crunching noise that you hear. So sometimes you will chew it with your mouth open because you're enjoying the crunch, but everybody else is being very irritated by your I chewing. Get, I get lost in eating sometimes because I'll be eating and I'll be enjoying it so much that I will forget all about, like, manners and, like, closing my mouth. And, I do like, the same thing. And, like, not making noises. you got to be conscious when you're you, doing that. you got to be. And I will be at, a, like, a meal with people and then I'll... All of a sudden, I'll look down and be like, oh, my gosh, what? I'm an animal. I, I have 
I've done that before. I'll be eating something. I go, bird, there's people around you. You're not alone naked in your bed. Stop <laughs> it. That is the best way to eat. Alone. Naked in your bed. I don't know about naked, well, but in your bed. It's not, it's not sexual. It's more about freeing. I know, but I don't want to see my gut while I'm eating chicken wings. Uh, like, I want to be in a moo-moo and have it covered. <laughs> Moo-moo's a good thing, too. Moo-moo and chicken wings in my bed. You know I'm happy. What do you hate people doing, but you do it yourself? Reddit said, not answering back emails. I, If it's important and someone's not answering me back, I'm like, that, that son of a biscuit. Why are they not answering yeah. me back? But if you look at mine, I haven't answered a lot of people back. <laughs> also, interrupting others while speaking. Yeah. I, would, I don't... I do I don't that. know what you do. <laughs> I, I do thought that. I, uh, <laughs> I think it's just uh, the human condition. If you get excited and you want to say mm. something, like you're just, I don't know. My whole family's kind of like that where someone will be saying something and you get excited by what they say. So you're like, oh, I want to talk to you. It's, it's not, we're not trying to be rude people. We're into what you're saying. You, you, you've triggered the excitement button. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that the hardest thing I have again, it's just, I think with my mind, the way it is, what I really hate is you'll have something great to say to build on the conversation and you're sitting there and you're kind of waiting and then they go a little bit too long and then the thought's gone and then they end and you've got nothing to say because you forgot <laughs> what it was you're going to say. So now you just have awkward silence. You're going, I did have something really good to add a second ago, but I have no idea what it was. You, you come off like a, like a pothead, short term memory. Oh, I, I got, am. I, what happened? What, I, I am. Say <laughs> Telling elaborate stories that don't have a point. You hate other people doing it, but you'll wind up doing it yourself. A lot. It is rough, though. When Especially you, if I'm drinking. I'll start a story, and then I'll just like, uh, where was I going? That's the worst. <laughs> when you when you realize that you're telling a story, it's not making sense. You're losing the room, and you're like, how do I reel this and back in? And you forgot the ending. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, uh, drinks? Shots. Who wants a shot? It's tough, man. It's also tough when somebody does tell a long, awful, boring story. That's where I get the, the restless leg syndrome. <laughs> What do you hate people doing, but you do it yourself? Holding up a line at the grocery store. Oh, I hate it. You get so annoyed when you're standing there going, really? Like, you're not ready. You don't have your card ready, or you're writing a check, or whatever it is you're doing. It's like, can you speed this up? Yeah, some guy, he must have been 113 years old, was writing the longest check at Publix <laughs> the other day. It's like, dude. Oh my dude, you got to go debit. Please go debit. It Please. Was, it, it took so long. And he did this weird thing that I'm seeing a lot of people do at the grocery store, where they have three section of groceries. They'll pay for the first one they'll pay for the second one and then pay for the third one all in different transactions it mm. takes kind of forever mm -hmm. yeah so they're doing three checks my kvj show okay got some random questions here for you what would you say is the cringiest thing that you have done that still haunts you to this day gosh i have so many i'm always doing cringy stuff i have so many i on a weekly basis yeah i do something I mean, you saw that crawfish video I made when I was all drunk. Oh, yeah. So cringy. Yeah. I remember when I complimented a coworker's kid by the wrong gender. 
That was day three in Miami. Yeah. It was, it was, it was already it was, going bad. Well, it was so public. It was so loud. And it was in front of so many people. Yeah. It was just like, oh, I think back then. That down, was like, cringy. Oh, man. Oh, man. That was cringy for I think me and Virginia Every, walked away from well, it. <laughs> you know it's cringy when everyone's cringing. Like, that yeah. was one where that impacted her. Everybody was like, oh. oh, oh I wish man. he hadn't. Oh, that was tough. Oh, that, that one remote we had, that appearance where I was drunk talking to the all of Wellington. It's when I threw up in front of everybody. I was doing that. I was doing some kind of thing for little smiles and it was like some kind of relay race. You don't remember? You do remember oh, this. Oh, at Polo. At Polo. And it was very public. It was at the Equestrian I, Festival. I, I remember talking on the microphone and going, yeah. What are you saying right now? Yes. <laughs> and realizing I'm not saying anything. Oh. I have one of those. And then yeah. 20 minutes later, I'm throwing up in front of everybody. <laughs> that was bad. And then I got called into a meeting. It was, it was a rough, it was very cringy. <laughs> it's a good night. It's a good it night. Was not a good night. Then a salesperson took me home. Oh, oh. Was oh. Man. oh man, it was bad. They roped you into doing some deal you didn't want to do. Oh, this guy did not want to take me home. <laughs> oh, okay, another random question. Would you date yourself? Why or why not? I would definitely date myself. And the reason why is uh, we had talked about this, I think, just yesterday. I'm one of those people, I'm like, you do you. You know what? I would be easy going. I'm not going to hassle you. I'm like, I want you to live your best life, and I want to try to help you achieve that. So I think everybody would want a partner like me. That's why I would date myself. Yeah, I yeah. love it. You yeah. sold me. Okay. Virginia. I, I would never date myself. That's yeah, good. That's the right answer. Okay. I'm too extra. I'm too much of a handful. I can't imagine trying to reel me in. No. Okay. No. no. I think I would date myself, Kevin. You would? Okay. I do. Yeah. I think it would be cool to find someone just as crazy as me. <laughs> right? You could love snacks There's everything. no way you could deal with a female version of you. Get the hell out of here. She's right. I'm punting. <laughs> There's no way. Okay, I get it. You need a hippie chick. All right. You need a peaceful little flower child girl, a little smoke a little pot, make a little love. <laughs> Let's get down tonight. Okay. <laughs> All right. I love it. But not that ad again. Sign me up. I'm telling you, I can see her, Kevin. Okay. How would you change how you acted if you knew 100% that the world was nothing but a simulation? Kind of like the Matrix. You were living through it. It really bummed me out. I, I, I take it hard. How would you change? How would that affect your day to day? I'm afraid it would make me feel hopeless, and I think I would I would go into a deep depression. Deep depression, yeah. Wow. Because I don't look at the world that way. And to find out it's just this game being played, it would rock me personally. Well, I think maybe it would take me a little bit of time to get used to it, but then I just have to tell myself, you know what? I mean, what we're in right now is a game. You know, it is. It is. And so, you it's know, it's all we've got. Yeah, it's all you've got. This is your reality, whatever it might be, whether it be real or not, this is reality. And so you got to make the best of it. So I don't know that ultimately I would really live my life much different. I would still try to achieve the same kind of things I am now. I would want to do the things different, the same, but I. I don't know, man. I think I just get bummed out by I that. I didn't understand the Matrix because it's kind of like, whoa, big for my brain. Okay. The concept of that, I think I would just have to, you know what? I'm going to do me. I can't think about the fact that it's virtual reality. I just got to go with it. Well, since I was a little kid, I mean, since I could have a thought, I'd always ask my mom and dad, where do we come from? What is all of this? 
Ain't no one ever give me a good answer. What's our purpose? Oh, gosh, Virginia. How long do we got? Yeah. <laughs> How long do we got? Okay. If you started an activist group, what would it fight for and what would it be called? Oh. An activist group. Yeah, what would you want to fight for? Jaybird, I know you've got a lot of snack thoughts. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would outlaw anybody that does not have free refills. You go into a restaurant in modern times and no one has free refills. It's crime. It's like a it, crime. It should be a citation at men. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think my activist group would be against people who lay on their horn right as soon as the light turns green. That is one of the most annoying, rudest things that you have rampantly throughout South Florida. There's a lot of that. And it's not, your horn is not supposed to be used for that. It's like supposed to be used for emergency communication, not for being an a-hole buying somebody. I mean, it's unbelievable. Like the light will just turn green and and I'm like, are you serious? (laughs) For that person, I go ahead and lay on the brake a little longer. Yeah, I yeah, I'm like yeah. you are not speeding me up by doing this. By the way, you're gonna have to go around me now because you piss me off. Yeah, okay. I mean, I kind of I'd like to make some kind of an act, some kind of activism with where everyone's against the bouncers and we get them out of the. <laughs> I, we bounce them. We ba- that and there's the slogan: bouncers, you just got bounced. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you're hired on my campaign. Bouncing bouncers. Bouncing bouncers. That's yeah, your group. They went on top too long. Choking people for no reason. But then can you imagine how chaotic the club's going to be in night two? <laughs> I didn't really think about that part, Kevin. So many more people will die oh, because you gosh. took the bouncer. That's going to be something to see. Yeah, I can't wait to see that club in night two. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Atoll Vodka is delicious. It's basically the only vodka I've ever had that you can have it on the rocks and just sip it and not make a face. That's the great thing about Atoll Vodka. It's a crisp citrus finish on a delicious vodka. Grab some for yourself today. Atoll Vodka. I got it at Star Liquors right there on Indian Town Road in the public shopping center all the way east. But you can also go online at mashandgrape.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Are any of us guilty of boomer lingo? <laughs> I'm sure. Okay, some of the phrases that the millennials are calling boomers out for using over and over again that identifies that they are a boomer. When they say the phrase, in all my years. <laughs> I say that a lot. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they do the old little joke when they're out getting something to eat, where when the wait staff comes up, they do the old, well, let's see if this works. And you hand over the credit card. Oh, yeah. You know that one. I love saying, I just found this in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of kind of like boomer things. Man, I'm already two for two. Yeah. I always make credit card jokes like how tired the credit card is if it could talk. Yeah. I'm so old. <laughs> There's a lot of boomer exchanges. Boomers apparently love exchanging with waitresses. There's but- a whole commercial about progressive insurance about not turning into your parents. 
parents. Oh, I know. I love it. It covers all this. It's all boomer talk, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, and another one you do is when they come up, you take out the credit card and you do the old, so what's the damage? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's their attempt at being sweet and nice it and is, fun. It is, but they just love the fun yeah. dynamics with whoever's waiting on them or cashing them out. And the other thing is, you know, when an item comes up and it's not ringing up, they do the old, well, I guess it's free. <laughs> is that your boomer voice? I guess it's free. <laughs> you might be a boomer if. <laughs> Uh, some of the other things that boomers either apparently say or do. Phone tag, you're it. That is a boomerism that yep, millennials say. I do that. Uh, another one is when you call it pot instead of weed. <laughs> they say, yeah. we know you're a boomer if you're like going, oh, these kids today smoking all that pot. <laughs> Nobody says pot? I <laughs> guess it's weed. Okay. Yeah, pot. It, yeah. It's it, boomer, right? Yeah. Okay. We, we, everyone says weed these days. Okay. Okay. Right. More pot. Uh, they say another boomerism is when you pronounce all the L's in the word tortilla. Guess that's a boomerism. What? And saying, not that there's anything wrong with that when finding out somebody is gay. Remember the old Seinfeld joke? Oh, yeah. In fact, you might be a boomer if you are still recycling Seinfeld lines, <laughs> expecting everybody to know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Y'all, it was a sitcom from like 30 years ago. Yeah, I mean, that's what is crazy. It's such an old sitcom now. I know. Shut your mouth. Oh, it's old. Virginia, there's so much stuff that. So, so when you come up and you're to your buddy, so are you the master of your domain? And they're like, what? <laughs> you are being a blatant boomer at that point. Damn it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's so fun. I just, I guess, I guess I have to either own what I am or make changes. And you are what you are. I'll own it. I said half of those things while I was working in my garden. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, so the thing I like though, boomers did shoot back at the millennials because they said, "Okay, well, there are some phrases that millennials use." So millennials would be how old are they? That that a Denny's is a millennial. You're talking about uh, pretty much, I think, from about right now, about the early 40s into around like the early 30s. Okay, somewhere around there. So the Gen Z is you know cranking into the 20s and late 20s now. All right. So here are the things. If you're like 30s. This is your phrases, according to the boomers. You might be a millennial if you ever use this phrase or saying. When you say how people win things like, oh, she won the internet. <laughs> yeah, man, there's a lot of that. Or look who just won TikTok. <laughs> that is a favorite of the millennials. You are showing your generation. If you say, I was today's years old when I learned so-and-so. That is another big millennial thing. So I did a thing, and the thing is something like they bought a desk. Man, I, me and Denny's talk about that. The so I did a thing for some reason that annoys me. Such and I know everyone does it. I'm the old man, but it does. It, it makes me cringe. I guess a lot of these are very cringy. So the you know is the boomers have their cringy phrases. Millennials have got theirs as well. The, so I did a thing is not. I don't like it, Kevin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, another millennialism is saying and go when they ask for recommendations on anything. I do that sometimes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, saying, I'm sorry, but, followed by something completely normal, like, I'm sorry, but why is this pizza so freaking delicious? <laughs> 
I you are I, a millennial. I might do that as well. Okay. But I'm not a millennial. I'm, I'm old. Uh, some cringy stuff in here, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Saying right every 10 words when explaining something. I've noticed that. There is a podcast I listen to about Miami Hurricane football, and the host on there, everything he says is like, so right? Like he's asking for, I don't know, some kind of affirmation. And then I heard that on a couple other podcasts. I'm like, it must be a millennial thing. Well, they'll say something that I guess is understood. Be like going, well, we definitely need to have a better offense, right? So we're going to have to get a good quarterback coach, right? And you're like, why does he keep saying right? I think that's not just a millennial thing. I've seen really smart people do it. It's a way to control the dialogue in a conversation too it's a subliminal trick that you can do if you're explaining things and you want to bring people along with your thought process if you end sentences that sound smart with the word right yeah it works it's a great technique if you're a leader of a cult i've seen older people use it and they're really smart and when they say stuff they i'm like yeah you're right right." i've i've recently noticed it and i find it a little grating yeah. I, I don't like it because the person was saying stuff that I'm like, no, wrong, actually. Because it's almost like, okay, when I say right, we're all in agreement that it's right. I'm like, no, can we have a discussion about this first? Green beans are the best, right? No, they're not. Yeah, yeah, gross, yeah, right. They always look old. See me. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no, I'm actually not in on this. When you said right and kept going, it's like my silent, you know, I'm complicit by my silence. It's a, you know, it's, it's a verbal crutch, I think, for a lot of people, especially yeah. if he's a host of something. You know how mm-hmm. that goes. It's probably his crutch. Right? I, I figured it was kind of a crutch, but then I'd heard it a couple other times, and I see it's on this list of you might be able to. If I'm like, hmm, okay, I guess it's a thing. There's a really smart person I know that's on the little smiles board mm-hmm. that when they're explaining like financial stuff to mm-hmm. some of the dumber people like me that sit on the right. board that don't know the right. financial stuff, yeah. when they're explaining it, they end each sentence with right. And I notice they do it when they're like, like talking to me because I'm dumb with numbers, but it does bring <laughs> me along with what they're saying. Okay. And it, 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 embeds a positive reinforcement of their words in my brain and I was always thinking man they are good they are tricky they know what they're doing they're trying to tell you that you're understanding this even when you're clearly not yes Uh yeah and they've got me thinking that they really are smart and that they're right that's their version (laughs) and oh bless her heart Uh (laughs) it worked (laughs) right pumpkin (laughs) I love when they talk and I'm just oh oh, yeah right we're not gonna come to meetings drunk right (laughs) oh that would totally be a tone Now I put my foot down. (laughs) We're coming to meetings drunk, wrong? (laughs) Couple other millennialisms or things that they will love to put on their social media. Mood. See that a lot? Kevin's just a whole mood. He's a whole whole vibe, whole mood. Adulting is another one that they millennials love using. And the phrase, you must be fun at parties. That is apparently a millennial. Yeah, it's a good insult. It's played out, though. It's kind of, you know. It's a millennial insult. I, I feel like that's kind of old, though. You must be fun at parties. I feel like that's old. It's, it's been old. around a while. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. all using it. Yeah. Okay. Right? All right. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's KVJ. They say that bigger is always better. That's clearly not true, though. Bigger is not always better. I mean, there's a lot of things, obviously, when bigger is better. Talk about a raise. Talk about uh, a lottery payout. Talk about pancakes. 
Well, not about like your waistline. No, no, that's that's not good. So yeah, bigger is usually better, but it's not always better when they say that. I don't like a sixteen ounce beer. I think it gets hot too fast. I can't chug it fast enough. I'm, I like a 12-ounce can of beer. To okay. the witch's point, I'm not a huge fan of the king size of stuff because I, I feel like the regular size, all the ingredients are... It's perfect. With the king size, mm, it, it does, goes out it, of proportion. It does. It, it, yeah. there's, there's too much of, of this and not enough of this. And I feel like that way with a lot of candy bars. Okay. So what we're doing is we're kind of coming up with the exemption list. Because, yeah, a lot of times bigger is better, but it's not always better. So when is it not Daryl said hemorrhoids. Oh, good bigger one. Bigger is not better. Good one, Daryl. No, I wish my hemorrhoids were bigger. You don't say that. <laughs> Bullet wounds. Oh. Yeah. Erica said kidney stones. Oh. Which, thank God, I've never had one of those, but I've I can heard only it. it's excruciating. Oh, yeah. Here's like one of the worst pains you can possibly have. This is good, too. Angela said foreheads. <laughs> I mean, does anybody be like, gosh, I wish my forehead were bigger? I mean, does anyone ever say that? They call that a five head. Yeah, you're right. I, I made mine bigger. You can laser. <laughs> Your hairline, because I felt like my hairline came down too far. She's insane. Uh-huh. <laughs> you are so. It's, I remember when yeah. she got her widow's yeah. peak. Oh, I'm right. getting my widow's peak lasered off. Yeah. Right, it it yeah. used to come down a lot further, and I kind of looked like that, like spooky kid. Oh, it was kind of like uh, you've seen the count from uh, or Eddie Munster. Yeah, they have that thing that would come I got, down. I got that. I got yeah. a WP, a Woodus Peak. Right, but it's it's up far on your forehead. Mine was like down, and then I had like a tiny little forehead, like a munchie chi. Yeah, no one wants to look like a munchie chi. <laughs> a munchie chis are adorable. Uh, but when you date one. If your girl looked like a munchie, she, it's not a good look. So would you have had like a two head then? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think I have a small forehead. So I, I, I wish it was bigger. So are you talking about when you got your, your widow's peak lasered off? That's when you thought you looked crazy, right? She's out of her mind. <laughs> She's yeah. the only person to ever notice that. I know. There's something yeah. going on there. Yeah. Just... Lost psychosis. Yes. When is bigger, not better? I think Denny's would agree with Melissa when she said house spiders. Oh, oh yeah. good one. Although yeah. he don't do well with the small ones either. Okay, small even gets him going. He don't like spiders. Any spider is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Barbara said a foo-paw. Yeah, <laughs> bigger's not usually better. No. Uh, this is so true. If you've ever dealt with this, Megan Ego, bigger is never better. Yep. They don't want somebody with a big ego. Well, that if you, if you struggle with with ego issues, they say that's what that toad venom is good for. My friend that smoked the toad venom, yeah, that's one of the main things why people go to be able to drop their ego and start fresh with a new perspective and huh. and not be all about you and not about how grandiose you are. Be more like of service to others. He said it's made him a nicer person since really? he smoked the toad venom. Yep. Wow. And he's a pretty harsh person. So for him to have noticed a difference in his ego from the toad venom, it must work. Virginia, quite an endorsement for this stuff. So many rich people are doing it now. It's a rich people thing. Oh, it is. Are you getting paid by the toad venom people? No, I'm not. It sounds like you endorse his recruiting. (laughs) Yeah. If you're into that kind of thing, though, I think the toad venom sounds amazing. I'm too scared of it. There's nothing about this sounds amazing to me. I'd like to talk to that guy in two years to see if he still has that perspective. Because I think it's all well and great, 
right after the case, but does it stay yeah. with you? He said, you feel like you died and a new you was born. A fantastic journey in your mind. I mean, it doesn't sound trippy. <laughs> wow. I'm too scared of it. I could never no, it do it. That sounds terrifying to me. I, I just, I don't, I don't have the nerve. So mushrooms aren't good enough for people anymore? You just yep. can't pop a mushroom? Not enough. You not enough. To, you have to drink Bufo poison toad from a toad? Yeah. And it's a special Mexican toad. Don't go in your backyard and try to smoke the Florida toad venom because it ain't the same. And how many toads did they have to smoke before they found out just exactly what variation of toad they needed? It it's doesn't hurt the toad. Oh, yeah. It did, doesn't. The, the toads told you that? Okay. <laughs> I, I'd love to get an interview with a toad that really could do an interview. They love and go, what the hell is Virginia talking about? Toads are running scared because of this thing. <laughs> they love it. Uh, another example, when is bigger, not better? Valerie said your infant's head. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Let's see that. And uh, Dana said, when it's your proctologist's hands. <laughs> yes. You want small hands. Tiny hands. Bigger is not better. Uh, Laura said pimples. Yes. Yes, girl. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth said cavities. Yes. And Darren said poo. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. There's some people that think a big poo is a healthy poo. Yeah, and you're, you're right. right. They, they're almost like, oh, it just wasn't big enough. You do. Like you sometimes satisfied. feel like you lost some weight. I think sometimes you do. Yeah. No, you really do. So I think, yeah, you could probably debate that. There are probably some people that really do like a big poo. KVJ. But you know, spam is basically kind of an acronym in a sense, or at least a shortened word for what it really means. What do you think that uh, it might be? No successful guesses from Virginia Jaybird. <laughs> it's just so gross. It gets a gel on it sometimes, too, when you yeah. it's in the can. It's, it's but terrible. if you cook it mm-hmm. and you sear it, you can, I, I don't think it tastes that bad. Okay. If you get like a crispy edge on a Spam chunk. Okay, Virginia's defending it. You, you can ne- I've had it put into fancy food before. I'm just okay. letting you know right now, with your fancy palate, you have lost all right to ever make fun of anything I ever eat. I had, a fancy chef. I had a fancy chef one time show me how you can make Spam awesome. It's awful. Okay. <laughs> Virginia's vouching for it. I can't tell you how against Spam I am, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. It actually, and some people made some guesses. Uh, one person said, I bet it stands for some parts are meat. Some oh. parts. Some parts are meat. That'd be a good one for spam. But it actually is short for spiced ham. Oh. Spiced ham. That's how they got the uh, name spam. That ain't ham. <laughs> You're lucky if that's ham. Yeah. So how well do you know some of these other company acronyms? Like if I said SCUBA, what does that stand for, Virginia? SCUBA. What is that? Yeah, bird. Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Yeah, bird got it. Got scuba. Mm-hmm. Okay, since he stole yours, Virginia, what about laser? Laser. Uh, light. Administered. Uh-huh. Okay. Zapow. Yeah. <laughs> Zapow. I don't know. Zapow. <laughs> Where'd you find her at? I know. I know. You have to, can you steal that one too, Bird? No. Nope. <laughs> you thought Zapal sounded good. I was about to make something up, but it's just going to anger people. Light amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. Wow. That's, that's, that's kind of fancy. That's way beyond uh, our skill crazy. set. Yeah. 
And Gio uh, Nabisco is kind of like a spam is. It's in a sense, it's kind of like an abbreviation of uh, a longer name. Do you know what uh, Nabisco stands for? Anybody got that one? Nabisco? Yeah, Nabisco. I love Nabisco. Nabisco. It's uh, basically three words crammed into one. What are those three words? Never-ending biscuits. No, that doesn't work. Nabisco. I don't know. Tell me, please. National Biscuit Company. Oh. I was kind of not far off. Yeah. Biscuit. Nabisco. That's how they get that. National Biscuit Company. I wouldn't mind working for Nabisco. Yeah. Why don't you go now? I do- Damn. Just kidding. For snack ideas. <laughs> I, I want to go. I, I want to pitch some ideas. You need to be a taster. You need to be that guy that's in the lab, like, okay, this tastes good. This doesn't, this is sweet I, enough. I just got, I got snack ideas, Kev. I know you do. Yeah, a little with them. Anybody know what NASCAR stands for? We should wake up old sicky Sean suits and then ask <laughs> Ask <Sean>. him. <laughs> is it North American car riding? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It is national. Okay. National. You Association. got that one. Association. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. S. Speed. S- speed. No. Streets. No, I don't think you'll get this one. Super. It's National Association for Stock Car. Stock Car. N-A-S-C. American. Nope. Auto. Auto rivalry. Racing. Racing. Racing, yes. <laughs> National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing. That is NASCAR. Uh. Who's got AT&T? Anybody know that one? Atlantic Oh. Telegraph and Telephone. Atlantic Telegraph Telemarketing. <laughs> it's American. American. Yeah, Telephone and Telegraph. That's AT&T. CVS, when you see a CVS store, what does that stand for? That's an acronym. We're going to take your money and give you the longest receipt ever. Mm. They do got some long receipts. Why that receipt is 12 feet long? It's too long, CVS. Uh, it stands for coughing. Okay. Various <laughs> situations. Venereal. Yeah. <laughs> Seeping. <laughs> <laughs> Consumer values stores. Huh, Consumer okay. Value Stores. That's the CVS. M&M. You know, that's uh, an abbreviation. You know what that's for? I'm impressed if you can get just one of them. Mars. Mars. There you go, Virginia. Very impressive. Mars is the first one. Mars and... Maris. No. Monkeys. Muri. More. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think anybody know the Muri no. part. What about Mac? You know what that is? You know the makeup brand, Virginia? Mac. What does that stand for? It's an acronym. What is MAC? I don't know. Uh, it's Makeup Art Cosmetics. Uh, yep. Everyone everyone kind of knows that one. <laughs> okay. DSW. Anybody got that? You know the DSW. shoe place? Yes. Designer Shoe Warehouse. Virginia. Boom. FBI. Yeah. I'm hoping you're, you ask us a FBI or USA. I'm going to wrap it up with Geico. What's Geico stand for? Geico stands for... Uh, mm. Go. Okay, no. Away, bird. Government. <laughs> government. Employee. Insurance. Yep. Company. There you go, Virginia. Okay. Oh, you're good at 
Not yeah. really. I'm just better than you, and you're terrible. That's <laughs> <laughs> all you got to be. I'm not good at all. That's <laughs> all you got to be. I'm just so bad at that. <laughs> I really struggle. I'm kind of mad. <laughs> Talk about going out on a low note. Such a yeah. low note. The KVJ Show. I uh, saw this uh, interesting little challenge. I think it was on uh, TikTok. Virginia loves so much. I do love TikTok. It was uh, describing a state in two words without using the state's name. Face eaters. <laughs> yeah. You That's would, really what you want us to be? But you would you would get so many people that would guess Florida like that by that. Yeah. I, Dude, I think it, it's, well, it's bad enough to have one story on a national level where I had people call me from all over the country going, dude, what's happening in, in Florida? Then for it to happen twice within a, a year or two, yeah, we got faces two are tasty cases. here. We're known as that. The tasty face state. Yeah. yeah. I'm not proud of it. No, I'm not either. Yeah. No, there, I mean, there's so much. In fact, I don't know of a state that is more descript. Uh, we, we got an email from uh, Krista, a longtime listener and fan. She said somebody in my office was wearing this Visit Florida shirt. Uh, attached the photo, and you've got a mustached son with Ray-Bans on smoking a cigarette. You've got a dolphin with a shotgun. You've got a race car with an alligator coming out of it. You've got a dumpster on fire. You've got a girl on a beach and a palm tree and a flamingo. And that's really just what the rest of the nation thinks. And they're like, they said, yeah. So they wanted to know. Um, I'm in Ohio. So seeing this is pretty funny. I'm not sure what a native would think. <laughs> Uh, does that describe Florida? I'm like, actually, yeah, in a sense. We get beat up pretty bad nationally, but I think it's well-deserved. And by the way, the uh, the, the dolphin's wearing a, a wife beater. <laughs> of course a, he is. He's got a, a wife beater and a shotgun. dolphin's got a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> there are parts of Florida where all of that makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's not actually incorrect. I mean, it's uh, all that kind of stuff does happen. Florida's a little jack. I love Florida. I love it, but it's very jacked up. It's beautiful, but yes, everything on that T-shirt is also here. And we live in the area, you know, Broward, Palm Beach County, Dade. There's a lot of weird stuff going on down here. Yeah, no. We, I mean, the whole state does have its own thing, too. Um, it does. But yeah, we've got our fair share. So how many different two-word descriptions can you come up with for the state of Florida that is pretty accurate? Uh, Face-eating. Gator wrestling, I think, might work if you want to be able to give away the state without saying the state's name. Meth user. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, though. The only problem with that is meth is arguably bigger in your Kentuckys and West Virginias. He's right. Do you want to go Coke, then? Coke user. The Coke is pretty big here in Florida. Still, even though it's it's not the 70s. Yeah. I We're have, doing drugs down here, man, is what I'm saying. <laughs> it might be drug runner. Okay, okay. Drug runner might be uh, the way to go with it. Okay. How about uh, shark bites? That's a good one. Shark bites, lightning strikes. Public pooping. Public pooping, yeah. We've all do seen we do, it. I mean, do we? Is that, that we our, do, that's our thing? Like, there's no other state that really would say... We're claiming it. Well, on a personal level, I have three stories... I'm sure you've got a couple. I know Denny's <laughs> has got a... That's like seven stories with three people. And we posted them on our uh, social media, too, so they live forever. I, I'm just saying, yeah. there's a lot of people I know that have got a... Yeah, I saw some guy pooping. 
I feel like uh, saying Miami Vice is cheating because you're using a city name. I agree. That's cheating the game. But what if you said Golden Girls? Mm. Two words. Well, you don't think that uh, describes Florida? It does. People wouldn't know. Uh, There's a lot of old people. Blue hairs. Yeah. Snowbirds. Snowbirds works. Snowbirds works great. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And, And maybe instead of cocaine or meth, we throw in crack. I think crack is a Florida thing. You do? I do. I'm just against saying we're doing drugs out here. Oh, you know what? Somebody had a good one. Uh, cocaine Cowboys. That's a good oh, one. Oh, that is it. a good one. Yeah, that's that's kind of our thing. Okay. There we go. Okay, co- Cocaine Cowboys. Square groupers. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we've got a really great list here. I mean, what a state, huh? <laughs> Hey, we keep it naughty. We keep it exciting. Everybody's always talking about Florida. You're doing something right if they're all talking about you. So two word descriptions we have for Florida. We have face-eating gator wrestling, cocaine cowboys, lightning strikes, uh, snowbirds, square groupers. Uh, dead body. We have a <laughs> lot of No de- one else has dead bodies? <laughs> okay. Woods body. There's a lot of dead Dead bodies out in the woods, man. In Florida, I'm telling you, we are up there. Okay. <laughs> Look at Florida murders. We are. We love murder here in Florida. We know you love murder. I don't love murder. You do love murder. <laughs> I want to stop the murders, Virginia. <laughs> okay. Somebody said, how about Tiger King? Uh, that's a good one. That was. Uh, he was all Florida. Was he Florida or was he in Oklahoma a bit, too? I think he was in Oklahoma a bit, too. Yeah, I don't know that we can completely claim Tiger King. Ooh, I got one. Yeah. Skunk Ape. Oh. That is, yeah, that's uh, that would work. Okay, well, that one's a list. What else do you have? Burt Reynolds. Even though he's dead. Okay. That's Florida, baby. R.I.P., yeah, he's dead. Not much more Florida than Burt Reynolds. You think Florida, you think Burt Reynolds. No? No, you're right. Okay. Man's a legend. Are you just saying things to make me shut up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I Pumpkin. can't find you on <laughs> Burt Reynolds. <laughs> he's just a He's a local <laughs> sweetheart. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm really just dove into this topic. I love it. He's beloved. The KVJ Show. Okay, am I the jerk? People want to know here, and they send in emails. We'll give them the ruling. Somebody want to know if they're the jerk for not giving their boss a ride. Says my boss asked me for a ride after work because his car broke down. I had my parents' 30th anniversary that I had to get to, which I was already late for. My boss was going the opposite direction I was going, so I said, look, you know what? I'd love to, but unfortunately, I can't give you a ride. My boss looked shocked when I said (laughs) no, and then the next day, I told some of my coworkers what had happened, and they all started making me feel bad for not giving them a ride home. They're like, well, man, that was a bad move, dude. (laughs) It is a bad move. You got to assess the situation. But if I'd have been any later to my parents' anniversary party, they would have killed me. Am I a jerk for how I handled the situation? It would have put me way late. Either way, you're going to be a jerk. It just depends on who who you want to be a jerk for, your boss or your parents. It sounds like you're the jerk to your boss. (laughs) Look, your parents have to like you. Your boss does not. Yeah, imagine that Elizabeth, mm. our boss, our, yeah. our top boss. She she's in the office, but you have to you gotta you gotta go pick up the queen. You have to. You're already running late, and you know the queen's gonna be mad. But Elizabeth asks you, Kevin, can you please drop me 15 minutes away from where you're going? What do you do? Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a, it's a no win type of situation. But it depends upon, I guess, what I have to go see. The Queen Four. I mean, you're talking about a 30th anniversary party. This is, you know, one thing that doesn't happen very often. You do also have Uber. 
and things hey, like boss, that. Go take an Uber, boss. That's what you got to tell your boss. Yeah, I mean they do. They do have an easier solution to doing that. Hey, Elizabeth, I can't give you a ride. Why don't you take an Uber? <laughs> I mean, if they come to you and ask you. They're putting it out there, and for you to deny them, <laughs> yeah. oh. I would probably do the ride and explain. I think the two things that I would weigh is who could I get forgiveness from quicker and faster, and whose angst would have more repercussion on my life. I mean, technically, it's not your job to give a boss or any coworker a ride home, but we we all know how that works because I'm already seeing comments. Well, that's not under your job description. I get that, but office all, politics. Yeah, all, we're talking about a boss. We're talking feelings, about human beings, <laughs> grudges, yeah. emotion. Yeah, the stuff you can you can say. Oh, it's under the guidelines. Yeah, okay. How's that going to really work for you? Yeah. So it really just depends. I mean, I think pretty much with anybody that you look at in your life, you can weigh. Okay, how is this going to sit with them? Some people are like, okay, no, no, not a big deal. And it's really legitimately not a big deal. Other people, it could be a big deal. So if it's Elizabeth versus my wife, I'm probably going to go get my wife. Yeah. And if it was me, I would probably. I, would I think take, Elizabeth would forgive me faster. I would take, if it was my parents, I would take Elizabeth and then I would come back and my parents would, I would get less Same. crap. Same. Yeah. That's yeah. what I would do. Yeah. So I think it really just depends upon who are the two parties that you're dealing with in this moment. That's, who are you more scared of? Yeah. It's all going to defend. It's, you're right. It depends on the equation. Mm-hmm. And uh, another email here says, Am I the jerk for asking my wife to not dance says uh, my wife is a terrible dancer but she loves doing it and i have a wedding that i gotta go to for my boss he's tying the knot and everybody from work is going to be there and if my wife goes there's no way she's not going to want to start dancing especially when she starts drinking which makes it even worse (laughs) when i told her about the wedding she immediately said that she was so excited to cut the rug and i've been like you know what can we just like lay low and you know just not do anything that would be standoff or standoutish. Uh, she got really offended when I asked this of her, and she said that it was a jerky request that I'm taking this wedding way too seriously. But I know how my coworkers are. They will make so much fun of my wife's dancing. <laughs> and it's no doubt going to be putting an embarrassing target on my back at work. <laughs> she dances like Elaine from Seinfeld? Yeah, probably, or just it's it's not good, or she goes all out and... Especially if she's been thrown back a couple of uh, wines. It's, it's one thing if you are goofy dancing and you're not taking it seriously. It's the person that's terrible at dancing taking it serious and doesn't know they're terrible. He said, why can't we just eat some dinner and leave as soon as possible? Oh, what's the fun in that? <laughs> I even offered to take her dancing after the wedding on our own. But she's like, well, we're there. I mean, why not? The music's going to be great. They're going to have uh, some free cocktails. I don't get it. So, am I the jerk for asking her to not dance at my boss's wedding? I think you are a jerk because that's your partner. Let your partner be. Let her dance. I'm a goofball. I say let you be. If you're going to do some goofy dancing or just dance on the dance floor, have fun. Well, why not go join her? Whatever she's doing out there that's so cringy and embarrassing, if you go out there too and just have a few drinks and let loose and have fun and laugh together while you're dancing... Life's short, baby. And so what if your coworkers make fun of her dancing? It's not, it, it's, it's not, re, you know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. something that's going to break anything. Right. 
Uh, one go out there with her, yeah, though. Go, go dance. Turn it out and be silly yourself. But we're, we are, we're dancing people. We're goofballs. If mm. you ask somebody who gets embarrassed easily, a little bit more... Uh, not look at me kind of the a thing. The introvert, yes. they want to fly under the radar, they want to just have the meal, pay the respects, and get the heck out of there. No, 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 no. I came to break dance, yeah. and that's what I'm doing. Me <laughs> and Virginia are the look at me people. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just feel like we express ourselves so well. Cocktails plus dance equals awesome. I just think it's one of those things, life is very short, and on your mm. deathbed, is it really going to matter that people are making fun of your wife dancing at an event? No. No, it's not. On your deathbed aren't you gonna say man i wish i would have danced more on the deathbed but instead i I sat in the corner and i was mad at my wife for being out there and having fun Mm. newsflash people are gonna say crap about you no matter what anyway yeah the uh comments rolling in yes you are a jerk you should be proud to have her as your woman and not care another person says he's an uptight douche yeah, he needs to realize that life is short. Have a fun, dance goofy, smile more. Stop being a douche. Dance, baby. Dance. That's yes. right. The KVJ Show. You ever watch a movie and you think to yourself, you know what? You really can't do that. Like, you would be arrested so quick. Have you ever tried anything like that? Yes, all the time. It kind of sometimes bothers the movie for me. Yeah, because it's it's so unrealistic. Like, there's no way you could be doing that. Like, you would get you get life in prison for that. There was that part in Taken, and I look, I love Taken, and I, I get it. It's an action movie, but he causes that major, major car wreck on the road, and then just walks away on the side of the street. Nobody sees this. Nobody's <laughs> right, calling <yeah>. this in. <laughs> There is um, a bunch of things in movies that if you really broke it down, you would be doing time. It looks sweet in a movie, but if you actually tried to do this in reality, forget about it. You know the one movie vehicle they always have where somebody dashes through airport security to clear their love as they're getting ready to get on the plane, and people are trying to get big, you can't go, and they're like, oh, but it's for love. You do that post 9-11, you're going to get tased. Oh, no doubt, yeah. In fact, uh, there was a dude at Newark International Airport that actually tried it. He saw it in movies like The Wedding Singer and The Thomas Crown Affair, and he said, no, people love this. It's a nice romantic gesture. <laughs> people love it. Yeah, no. The terminal went into lockdown, and about 200 flights had to be delayed or canceled worldwide. Threw everything off. Oh, dang. Yeah, and now state legislature in New Jersey is hoping to pass a law calling for at least 18 months of imprisonment if you do this in the future. So you're looking at a year and a half in jail if you ever try to uh, dash through airport security to go and profess your love for somebody. Not so romantic anymore now, is it, Virginia? <laughs> no. Nope. We talked about this just last week in a movie, Revenge of the Nerds, where you pull a little switcheroo and you wind up getting a little bit frisky with somebody when they think they're with another person and it's not. And then they're like, oh, but you were so good. I don't mind. What? That's not reality. That is not reality. No. It's happened in several movies, not just Revenge of the Nerds. It also is in the movie Overboard and While You Were Sleeping. Even the movie Only You had the same vehicle in it. If you do this in real life, though, you're looking at about 30 years in prison. Well, Overboard because she didn't know her identity and he tricked her into thinking she was the kid's mother. mother They fell in love, but it was all under false, you know, Mm -hmm. facts there. Dang, I never thought about it. That is shady. Kurt Russell's character is a... <laughs> I know. <laughs> they make her out to be the villain. 
because mm-hmm. she was so rude and mean. And he's teaching her a lesson. Yep. Oh, wow. it's such a good movie. It's such but, a great movie. Ugh, is it a good movie? Am, it, I, am I not allowed to like it anymore? No, you can like it. Just don't, <laughs> just don't tell anybody on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> you remember in the movie Wedding Crashers where she ties him up and then has her way with him? It's like, oh, okay, well, it's just a, you know, a female doing this to a guy. What's the big deal, right? Yes. And, and in the end, he really did like it. Oh, yeah. And that's the way it works out in the movies. There's never a problem. You try that in real life, you're looking at at least six months to life in prison, depending upon the circumstances and the jurisdiction. Even the part in Wedding Crashers when the the little brother with the weird painting comes in and gets on top of his body and doesn't let him go, that would be considered as a crime. There's you sev- can't go into someone's room and hold them down. Yeah, there's several things in the movie Wedding Crashers that if you did, you'd be looking at serious time. One of those is, remember the part where they doctor up his drink and they put the eye drops in there? Oh. They make yeah. him have the worst poopy cramps and throwing up. You can't drug people. Yeah. If you do that, you're looking at two to ten years in prison and a possible attempted murder charge. There was a Florida woman that did that to a co-worker and put the eye drops and was charged with poisoning, and the victim didn't even drink it. Wow. It turns out if you spike a drink with eye drops in the state of Florida, it can lead to dangerously low blood pressure, rectal bleeding, and a coma, and you're looking at some serious time at least two to ten years here yeah, in the state. I don't think it, you have to consume it for you to go to jail because it's kind of the same thing about if I, if I wanted to kill Kevin and there's proof that I was going to kill you and they stop Just because you fail and you're yeah. bad at what you're trying to do doesn't mean that you're not going to face any kind of repercussions. <laughs> yeah, that movie Wedding Crashers, man, is all over the place. Plus, also another one that happened there, the defending their honor with your fists where you go and you fight somebody for their honor and you punch them. You know, if you do anything like that, you are looking at uh, basically anywhere from a fine to several years in prison, depending upon their injuries and circumstances. Wow. So, yeah, wedding crashers are just full of things that if you try any of these things, you're going to go away for a long time. Bad advice, wedding crashers. <laughs> I love that movie. Right. It's a great movie. <laughs> but it just goes to show you how unrealistic it is. They all should be in prison. And uh, the other one, the Peeping Tom one. Yeah, it's kind of cute in the movies, right? You're watching your true love interest from the bushes. We, we just, me and Danny's were talking about what a creep McFly is from Back to the Future. Yeah. When you break it down, he was up in a tree. In a tree. Looking at his mom. Yeah. Get undressed. Yeah. Well, I think it was his mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, he Had the binoculars. Down. He falls down the hill. Oh, but what a great love story. He was a peeping Tom Prowler. Yes, absolutely. And if you do that in real life, you can get up to five years in prison. And it wasn't just Back to the Future. They had it in Twilight Eclipse, Untamed Heart, Addicted to Love, that old romantic vehicle of spying on somebody from the bushes. And I know the John Cusack thing wasn't illegal, but let's break it. That's kind of creepy, right? Creepy, yes. Uh, on the, with the stereo on the lawn. Oh, <laughs> naked, yeah. Uh, oh, it's so cute. If you're not feeling that, you're you're horrified someone's in your lawn with a boombox playing music. And they're ugly. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not going in on the looks. I'm just saying, <laughs> you're uneasy about it. You don't think John Cusack's a good-looking man, Virginia? <laughs> Look, if he's hot, it's not creepy. Chicks like John. John Cusack, I thought. Yeah. I thought he was a heartthrob. He's no? okay. He's okay. He's cute, right? He's cutesy. He's yeah. cutesy. He's cutesy. He's dorky cute. Yeah. I know most people are like, who's John Cusack? Technically, <laughs> you could get him for prowling, though, or trespassing on your on your lawn. Yeah, probably could. So it's pretty tough being a romantic these days because you will get arrested. KVJ.